You're listening to Twibs 9. Google gone wrong. Twibs is brought to you by the Internet Archive, FeedBurner, and people we get music from. And brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Screw you! Another one bites the dust. Screw, screw you! Another one bites the dust. Screw. And another one gone, and another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Screw you! This is Twibs 9. Sweet. Yes. We're three squared. Yes. We wonder if we can make any math puns out of this. Or, um, I think. Let's see, 11 in the base 8, right? No. It's, or 1 1. It's still 9 in base 8. Yeah. Or, you're a good point, good point. It would be. It'd be 10. No, it'd be 11. It'd be 11. It'd be 1 1 in base 8. Yes, you're right. Uh, this, I believe, is the latest we've actually ever recorded an episode. Oh, wait, wait, no, no. It's. Uh, take six, please. Oh, that was pretty late because it, because it takes died. up forever. Oh, my updates are finished. Hold on a second. Uh, as you haven't noticed, we have uh, food here as we record, and we may be eating along with other people here in the enhanced studio. We have uh, the uh, on location studio. We're always recording on location. We don't have a studio. Yes. On location is anywhere outside of my room, apparently. Yes. So, uh, got some news, got some food, got some rants. Yes. Uh, I actually, my, my new show did get off the ground. Yes. Rant 5. People are, are people listening to it? Because I actually haven't been listening to it. Yes, it's actually gotten more traction than any other show I've ever done before. That's because you only have to listen to you talk for five minutes. As opposed to an hour. Even if it is five minutes a week. Or yes. a day. As day. opposed to an hour a week. You I calculate to, I start. Do- I have to start downloading that for the little while that I'm still here. <laughs> Yes, and you get to listen to me rant about this, yes. that, the universe, and everything. And the other. When you think about it, let's see, this show goes about an hour. Five minutes a day for seven days is about 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it's... So, and it's... And it, it turns out to be the... What do, what do you about say about... Uh, t- you say about, like, uh, 33% of this show is me talking as opposed to you talking. So if you listen to this show and uh, the Rant 5 every day, then you get a full hour of leaf every day. Every day? Well, a full hour of leaf every week. Probably. You're you're free. You're full. Dosage. uh, uh, Recommended dosage of leaf. (laughs) Well, that was um, interesting. Yeah, he just sort of failed. and The show just... um, Audacity, beta audacity on beta Ubuntu crashed. Yes, fortunately we were able to recover it. Yeah. Just in case we didn't, this is Twibs, This Week in BS. I'm Leif Anderson. I'm Jesse, that guy. Yes, and this is our ninth episode. Mm-hmm. So you can get me for an hour a week. Now you get your daily recommended dose of Leaf every week. Yes. How audacity does not like its daily recommended dose of Leaf. Well, yeah. Weekly recommended dose. It has well, it has to get more of me because I have to do post. Even though I don't do any post for Rant 5, which yeah. is how I got, like, four episodes of Rant 5 up before I actually got Twibs up. I just, like, blab into a microphone, save, upload. Okay. How often is your show about ranting about Audacity? 
I was thinking about making a second episode about that, but I actually didn't. Oh. Um, the third episode, though, was ranting about me wishing I had something to rant about. <laughs> That's usually how that goes. <laughs> I didn't have anything to rant about. So apparently you showed up again in the blogosphere. I did. Yes. Me. In another show. Oh, yes. Um, recorded Adventures in Myopia, and it's not going to be... <laughs> Uh, this new one especially isn't going to be turned out until after I'm gone, most definitely. Oh. Mostly because the, uh, the Q-Lock, the guy who does all the editing and stuff, hasn't put up the last episode. That was recorded how many years ago? Well, um, it was a couple months ago. I'd have to say June, maybe. Ah, we should get Q-Lock on this show. Maybe you can. Maybe we can, actually. I'll contact him on Facebook. Mm. Even though he's always talked about how depressed he is. Yes. I feel sorry for the guy. He's o- he's only depressed on the internet for some reason. So he's not actually depressed, he's just depressed on... The internet makes people depressed. I think social networking makes people depressed. I know! I don't... It's like, some people... Some, a few people are actually my friends hate my guts now because of social networking. Of course. It's like, okay, does that mean I... You know, what should I do? Should I get off of Facebook altogether and just say that the whole thing's dumb? Yes, that's what I do. Well, the whole thing is dumb, but yeah, that's besides the point. Oh, well. Whatever. You want to do the news? Let's do the news. Okay, the show may go short, just because I spent too much time ranting. Yes, and we did a whole bunch of stuff before it. Yes, we got bored. Um, and Perhaps we could grab some french fries and give a french fry review. No. Okay. Well, I was going to go get some. Okay. I'd like some more French fries. So, well, when you do, could you grab some for me? Because seeing as I do most of the talking for this show, you should get most of the French fries. No, I just can't really get up and grab French fries. Okay, well, I'll grab. And as the whole bucket of French fries. Oh, very nice. So now we have food in the studio. Should we just eat right out of the bowl then? Yeah, I think it needs seasoning though. Yeah, you're probably right. I got to. And now the entire internet is listening to us nom, nom, eating french fries. I don't think they heard you nom nom nomming. Well, that's what we're doing. Uh, yeah, they still can't hear you probably. Not oh, very well. I'll come back. Okay. So. Okay, I'm back. And I'm about to put the seasoning on. Whoops, that's a lot of seasoning. Wow. <laughs> Oops. I wonder how that will be. It'll be very lemony peppery. Well, that's definitely something. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. So, shivers. News time. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Interesting. So, iPhone MMS is now gone live. Uh, MMS is picture messaging, right? Yeah, multimedia message service. Couldn't it take pictures before? Yes. You couldn't send them to people. Not directly, no. What you do is you would upload it to a service, and then you send them an SMS message, which had a link to the service, where you'd log in, and you got to see a nice little thumbnail of the picture. Which is stupid. I mean, you're paying for all this crap for an iPhone in the first place. They should just give you free MMS. Or, you know, charge well, you for it, but it involve it anyway. Mm, Allow you to I use it. I think that. MMS, or at least SMS... Should be free with the service you buy. It should be, because... I mean, not, not, not free to just let anyone get it, but... Free for... If you buy service, you should be able to send SMS yeah. for... It should be like Internet Explorer comes free on any Windows computer. 
Well, nobody wants to pay for it. Oh, good point. But oh wow, that was nobody funny. wants to pay for uh, SMS either. No, people pay for it. That's why they charge. Yeah, but you don't want to. Mm. Well, I don't pay for it. I That's use Google. Yeah, and you also have to sit at your computer in order to use it. Yep. So, the interesting thing at WWDC Worldwide Developer Conference last year, uh huh, or last fall, Apple announced iPhone now supports MMS with all but a few of our, you know, all but one of our carriers. All they only have one carrier. No. Oh, you mean no, model? No. Eight outside of the U.S. They have other carriers. Oh, okay. They've made exclusive deals outside of the U.S., but they all have. Different carriers outside of the U.S., but only one carrier is in each country or whatever. Yeah. allowed to use the iPhone. Yeah, pretty much. And so it turned Again, out the lame. one carrier that was not was AT&T. Hmm. And China actually got an iPhone a few months back before everyone had just sort of bought it on the black market. Or bought the um, bought the, the fake J phone at Hong Kong. Oh, nice. So now AT&T is finally turning on MMS. Yay them. So you can now actually send, you know, reasonable messages from the... Real pictures. What I think is when are we going to get LMS? What is that? Or RMS? What are those? Well, RMS is Richard M. Stallman. But I was thinking real message service or large message service. Is that like a big video? Yeah. Actually getting to send emails? Emails are that big. Um, in comparison with text, maybe. In comparison with text messages that are 180 characters. Okay, let's think. At eight bits, what one byte per character? Yeah. I mean, I know Unicode's two bytes, but I have a feeling they're using a one byte system. The the other bytes there just to bug you. Well, I actually doubt they're using it. So, and then there's 160 bytes per message. Okay. Uh-huh. They're charging 10 cents to send 160 bytes of data. Yep. I mean, that is outrageous. Uh, that's insane. Yeah. Wait, some some of them have even raised it to 20 cents. Okay, that's 10 cents for 80 bytes, 5 cents for 30 bytes, a penny for 6 bytes, I want to say. So, do you want to say 6 letters? Penny. Hello! Exclamation point. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Not spelled out exclamation point. You you owe me several pennies at this point for explaining it. That's lame. Okay. Google. Google turned to 11. Yay, Google. They're that old? Yes. Wow. If you went to their Google web, the Google website... Another, another response to that is, wow, they're actually not timeless. Yeah, go figure. They haven't changed the history books yet. Careful, those last two are really covered in stuff. Oh, great. Enjoy. Oh, nice. I'm going to be... Oh, wow. If you went to the Google website, while the show, while it was their 11th birthday, they had a typo. G-O-O-G-L-L-E. And it was really interesting to see everyone all over the web say, Google made a typo? That's a pretty big typo to misspell your graphic. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, they're 11 today. I mean, this tells you how stupid the internet is. Well, no, they didn't actually say anything, supposedly. I mean, you click but on the link and, you know, just... Says, went, yeah, you were 11. No, it didn't. Oh, it didn't do anything? Apparently, no. I mean, I think they did later, but not at first. Hmm. Whoops, so, there goes our goes our show notes. Yeah, is it still recording? Good. Yep. It's Linux. So when it doesn't crash, it works. Yes. And then it crashes. 
Oh. oh. It's Linux. If you feel pain, you're still alive. <laughs> Flickr is up in flames. That's just a... That's Fact. a that's a picture thing, isn't it? Flickr? No. Well, yeah, Flickr is a photo service. It's the second largest photo sharing that's service right. followed behind Facebook, I believe. So, how are they in flames? What are they doing? Well, Yahoo, as you know, owns Flickr. And Flickr decides to change the logo to... Oh, no. Wow. Last one? Oh, sure. Thanks. Um, Flickr has decided to change the logo to Flickr, brought to you by Yahoo. Oh, jeez. And now everyone... Flickr, brought to you by Yahoo, brought to you by Microsoft. (laughs) And now everyone's like, the entire Flickr community is very pissed off because they don't want Yahoo's crappy name in their website. It's it's just like people getting mad because Google took the beta out of Gmail. Of the little icon Gmail. Oh, I I think it's actually more... I mean, do you really want Yahoo in your name? I mean, Yahoo. No. It's stupid. I mean, they're they're tickers. Why exclamation point? It's stupid. It's like, what? In fact... It's a very aged company as well. Well, so is Google. Yes, it's older than Google, though. Except people love Google, and they hate Yahoo. The, The thing is, actually, Yahoo... Is pouring lots and lots of money now into, into television advertisements. Yeah, they used to do that. And now well, yeah, and then again. they stopped, but now they're doing it again. And that is not at this point in their game. It, you know, in in your kind of too business, late for that. If your business is eleven years old and you have to do advertising campaigns to say "love us," please, you're not really gonna do that good. You're sort of in trouble. So Google doesn't do uh, TV ads, do they? No, they don't. They, I don't even think how on. In fact, you know what's really interesting is people know Google from Yahoo. I mean, they use Yahoo search, and at the bottom it's a powered by Google. It is. And then you just start going to Google's webpage because you like it better. I mean, that's why I started using Google back when I was. It's powered by Google. Is the Yahoo search now powered by Bing or? No, it. it I think Yahoo originally had its own search algorithm. It, it did. And then Google made its... Uh, made the perfect well, one that nobody Google could Google made the supposed perfect one that, you know, everyone... They tried to sell it to people, and everyone's like, no, we don't want to buy it. And so they just put up their own webpage, which is just basically Google and a search box. Wow, that's how it started out? They, yeah. It just started out because they came out with a cool search algorithm. And For, nobody else would buy it, so they just put their own website up. Yeah. Uh, it was basically originally for research, to help them with research. And uh, and Yahoo said, uh, you know, your search engine's probably a bit better than us, so... They, so, we'll buy it. Well, they didn't buy it, they just bought the rights to use it. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's so, what I meant. I didn't mean we'll buy it, yeah. buy it. And so, you know, you'd go to your the Yahoo webpage, and you'd have all this junk on it. I mean... All sorts of crap, I remember that. You have finance, and mail, and blah, and, and, and then... And Google, it has a nice little drop-down menu if you really want those things. Yeah. Which is why I love it. Until Google decided to try to patent simple web pages. I think the patent actually got through a few weeks back. And they tried to patent a logo and a search box? No, 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 no. You trademark it. But they patent the idea, the innovation Google had, of having a simple web page. So, like, the losers who don't know how to code anything, they now have to pay Google if they make a web page. Apparently... Um, just apparently Google owns the rights to make a white background with a logo and a box under it or something. That's sad. Yes, go figure. 
So, uh, sell things on Twitter. Okay. No. <laughs> so, before we do this, we have to talk about Google Wave. Yes, I'm still um, wondering what that is. We'll, we'll, we'll talk more about this. Actually, we'll, we'll talk about it now. Google Wave was announced last spring in Google I.O. That's Google's developer conference. Yeah. What this basically was is Google's trying to take on IM, email, uh, you know, all of internet conversation space. Just in one big thing? Pretty much. So that you never have to leave that page? One big overhyped thing yeah, is what it seems like. It's what it's seeming like to me. And I, so... What it, it's been in developer preview for for months. Uh, basically, only developers and Google could use it. I mean, even even journalists, a lot of journalists. I mean, there are a few goose Google. There are a few journalists that mainly cover Googly stuff that got accounts uh, to it. But last Wednesday. Google sent out 100,000 invites. I was not included in that. However... And you're about to go storm down to their, their place, aren't you? Yes. In, I am prepping the van to go to Silicon Valley. I'm going to come with you because you can't drive. Ah, so you're going to be the guy who's driving me. Kind of. Okay. I'll, I'll do that. That okay. sounds fun. <laughs> road trip. Yay. Before you take your big road trip. Yeah. Um. Anyway... So what they decided to do, though, is because Google Wave, unlike something like Google Voice, only really works effectively if you have enough people on Google Wave. I mean, you can post things. That, really, that doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's sort of like they're trying to make a social networking site again, uh, um, combined with email, combined with IM, combined with, you know, Google Docs. Too much. Oh, jeez. So it's the new Wave. It's, Which I'm still saying is like that old movie where the history teacher creates the Nazi-esque-like uh, school movement. Interesting. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, so what they did is everyone gets to invite eight people. Eight people. And so what's going on is people are getting on Twitter saying, Please. Saying, follow me, I've got Google invites. Hey. And, and it's like 24 Google but. 24 Google Voice invite giveaway. I got 200 Google Voice invites. Follow me. This is a uh, retweet. This is pretty much just a uh, s scam to get people to join to, to follow, follow you. Which which makes no sense because they they posted follow me so many times. It's like I I did it for a few people just, you know, why not? Um and then I deleted my tweets, although you saw them before I deleted them. Oh, um WTH is Google Voice oh, or yeah. Google Wave. That's right. Um. <laughs> anyway, so I you, did see those. I was like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> yes, uh, but All now right. they're deleted. Yeah. And unfollowed. But the thing is, the only people that you'd really want to follow you will unfollow you the moment you found out it's a scam. So, go figure. Currently, I'm still trying to get an invite from. Uh, from some people on the uh, on some mailing lists I have. Are you making puppy dog eyes at them? Yes, me and apparently now three other people are on the list. Yeah. Um, so, not to mention I signed up for a Google Vo 
Google Wave invite trading system where those who get Google Wave invites and have any to spare will give them to you know this two people who are signed up ah. for it and it's interesting so so we we talked enough about that on rant five so we can move on now so rms versus de casa de casa yes so yes. rms richard m stallman yes is the biggest idiot this side of linux see the uh, gnu guy Yes, he is the Free Software Foundation creator. When people think of Linux, or at least when people who know Linux, they think of Linus as the great engineer behind it all. Yes. And they think of Richard Stallman as the great philosopher behind the whole thing. The the thing is that he, he's not. He's nuts. He is nuts, and it drives again. It's a crazy nut job. It drives me nuts. That people associate Linux with him and his foundation. Hmm. I mean, granted, yes, he has done some good things in the past. I love his company's com- or his foundation's compiler and tool chain. And some oh, of- the new compiler? The yeah. GNU compiler, yes. Yeah, that thing. Uh, but, I mean, he says that all software should be free. And if there's non-free software... Which, you know, it's... It is it's, evil. It's... A, kind of silly, and B, against capitalism, which I'm usually against too, but... Well, no, um, no, actually, that's not against capitalism. If you can find an actual market that runs on free software, go ahead. At the moment, I can't think of any. Even Ubuntu, right now, they're working on making an app store where you can buy Commercial software. Stuff. Granted, it won't be online... You know, the commercial side of it won't be online for another year, but... And when they do do it, I mean... I think, They're going to have to do it right, otherwise they're going to get a yeah. whole lot of flame from the Linux community. Yeah, for, I can see I can see that either going either way. It's like either that's going to be you know, really good because you can get software commercially made... Easy. Just, I mean, specifically for Ubuntu, right there, plug and play, done. Yes. And, or, or, or you can have... People saying, I have to pay for this crap? Look, I can get this for free. Click. Yeah. It's You are a bunch of hose heads. <laughs> it's going to be I probably wouldn't buy anything. Nor, nor would I, as I, because I don't want to buy something specifically for Ubuntu and be trapped in that distribution forever. I want to buy something that's hopefully more OS independent. Um, I wouldn't even want to buy something exclusively for Linux. Which is so, hard to do. Yeah. I mean, th- hard to do is. unless you're looking online. So, uh, our Stallman was being interviewed, and what is his opinion of, of uh, C-sharp? Do you know what C-sharp is? That's another compiler, or... It's a language. You Java... Another, compi- another language, It's right. like Java. So what you do is you build a code for a virtual machine, which is then run on the actual hardware. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. I it's like better it. than Java. It's better than Java, and it's made by Microsoft. Mm. Uh, now, there's an open source, basically, ripoff of this called Mono. <laughs> and actually... Isn't that like the disease Mono? Uh, I have no idea. But I'm running uh, actually a lot of stuff. For example, Ubuntu. Yeah. The default disk burning application was made in Mono. Oh, okay. So it's, it's actually a pretty good 
piece of um, technology, it seems, at least at the end user, I haven't tried much in developing actual integration as if it's running right on the hardware. So it, it runs pretty good. You can't really tell all that well. Yes. Um, so now there's been some patent concerns because people think that, oh, no, because Microsoft originally invented it, they're going to sue us if we try to make mono applications. And that's why lots of crappy distributions like Fedora have decided to strip all mono out of it, hmm. which is dumb, seeing as a lot of the default, even GNOME application, Tomboy notes. Lots of lots of GNOME stuff uses it. Yes. Now, C Sharp is uh, the, the conversation, this interview that Stallman was having turn to Microsoft's new open source lab. And he just starts ranting about this. Which stuff. is led by uh, De Casa. Ah. Now, this guy has actually done some pretty cool stuff in the free software world. Okay. So what did Stallman do? He... He called the De Casa a traitor. A traitor A free, to software, free software traitor. Because he works in open source for Microsoft. Yeah. Okay, Stallman... You have hit a new low. You know what's really interesting, though? Is that even the people that generally support the Free Software Foundation said, Stallman, you went one too far on this one. So we can... We, our BS person for the day is Stallman. Yes. Richard Stallman, is that his name? So, so the people who generally love Stallman are now hating him. Just imagine what now people like me, who hate him from the get-go... Are thinking at the moment. So after after we go to Google and complain, are you ready to get the pitchforks? Pitchforks Sweet. and, and oh, Other than that, this is a public show, and we probably could be held liable for getting pitchforks. Yeah. Um, we're not that angry. We just think some of the public stuff you've done is really pathetic. You're stupid. Try being. Try not being the uh, the PR guy for a while. Yes. So, have you heard uh, Microsoft's new ploy to get people to upgrade to Internet Explorer 8? No. No, as you notice, I'm too lazy to get the link. It's in uh, Rant 5. I'll put it in the show notes. What Microsoft is trying to do is they're saying, now, this campaign is over now, but as of last Tuesday, it was the last day, and they said, if you upgrade to Internet Explorer 8, we will feed eight meals to hungry Americans. (laughs) It's like download. You mean I don't even get the free food? They give it no. to somebody else? They give it to poor Americans if you upgrade to Internet Explorer 8. So they get like Internet Explorer branded pizza. I Microsoft branded pizza. I don't know. It's I think that's kind of lame. That is kind of lame. I mean, if I wasn't running Windows 7, I would upgrade I would have upgraded just so I could continue to use Firefox and Chrome, but I that's yeah, interesting. Okay. So, want to move on? Yeah. Okay. So, one of Google Ways' core piece of technology, and uh, this is actually a web standard. All modern web browsers, Firefox, Chrome, even Safari, mm-hmm. support this. Well. What about uh, what about the KDE one? Uh, I'm not sure. I haven't used it. <laughs> you don't use it. I don't even remember what it's called. Conquer. With that's a K. it. That's it, Conquer. With a K. Uh, so, Internet Explorer 8. Yes. Doesn't? Now supports HTML5. Now does. Want to know how? Uh, by patching in Firefox. 
close. Basically, Google got sick of trying to write HTML5, or got sick of trying to write Google Voice in uh, languages that worked in Internet Explorer 8, so they finally said, screw it. So Google you, made a patch. If you want to run Internet Explorer 8, or if you want to run Wave on Internet Explorer 8, download this program, this plugin for Firefox, which basically opens up Google Chrome <laughs> in a window in Internet Explorer 8. So, so Internet Explorer 8 runs HTML5 by running in a plugin, which is basically just Chrome. Which opens up Google Chrome. Yes. That's really neat. Go figure. And we lost our links again. Yeah. Um, so, shall we... Uh, oh, okay. Now it's time... Ooh, bad Google. Bad Google. I've read uh, several things about Google today in this past week that make me very angry. As you know, uh, SideWiki, we were complaining about that last week. It was Google's attempt to make universal comments around the internet. Yes. Okay. Well, also, uh, as you know, you, you do know what Android is. The That's the Google software. Google operating system for phones. Yeah. So, Android is not entirely open source. It has basically Google apps on top of it. It's got like... isn't uh, Marketplace, Gmail, uh, calendars. But it itself is not open source. No, the, the operating system is open source. Those apps are closed source. Okay. Uh, phone carriers actually pay a fee to be able to include it on their phone. Even though you can get it for free on your computer. Supposedly. Supposedly. Well, yeah. no, you can get Gmail, but you can't get the particular phone Android app for it. Nor oh. can you get the Android Marketplace. Ooh. So, uh, one thing that you can do with um, Android, is, because it's open source, is make custom builds out of it. Now, some people wanted a... Uh, root access to the phone to you know do so some, they can fiddle with it so they can fiddle with it basically uh one of the coolest things you can do is tethering connect your phone up to your computer yes. you basically have a uh, an access point in your pocket yes that you take everywhere now you can do that without getting a custom build the problem is then you have a uh, application you have to install on your computer and i believe it's only windows and mac only um, so you want root access to the phone just to be able to do that out of the box. So yep. this guy, he uh, he includes this this packed together version of Android, and then he includes these apps, the the you know, Gmail marketplace, basically what makes the phone useful. Uh -huh. I mean, just an OS. <laughs> what makes the phone useful to me? What makes the phone you useful can call is nodal numbers. <laughs> you can call people. Yes. Uh, but what makes it a, a smartphone... What makes it a fun phone. Yes. Um, Google sent a system to cease letter saying, stop including these apps with it. You're a naughty boy. Yes. And then they said, but we love open source software, and we hope to see what other developers will make. So it's, And we hope you continue to work with us in the future. Pretty much. So it's like, okay, Google, you sort of stuck your foot in your mouth there. Um, so unless we can make open source ripoffs of these applications, but I don't know how you're going to make an open source ripoff of the Android marketplace, as it's basically just you know the iTunes Music Store oh, or App Store, that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, I mean I can I can see. Well, no, I can't even see that. I I don't know. I don't know why Google is. 
I mean, understandable that, you know, they change charge carriers, a fee to include it. But then again, apparently you can't even take these apps you know, from your old build and include it in the new build. So you have to buy them again. Well, no, you don't have to buy them. You just sort of have to flash it with the ROM, the firmware that your, uh, your, inter- your phone provider uh-huh. gave you. It's, it's lame. Google fail. Ready to read about Google's next big blunder? Yes. How do they fail now? Well, well, only about a half hour in. This is going to be a short show. Yes, this is. Okay. Google breaks net neutrality. So they decided, nope, we like, we don't care if uh, telecommunications companies decide to charge or decide to no. make things slower. Um, okay. I know, I know how it works. I just can't. Say okay, it. so the FCC back, I don't remember the decade, basically said to traditional uh, internet service providers and cell phone care. Well, no, to original cell phone carriers. Now, don't ask me what this has to do with net neutrality per se, just with FCC phone regulations. They said you have you have to include cell phone service. To all parts of the United States, or, or, or phone service. You can't specifically not include... You can't, like, leave out Utah. You can't leave out r- small rural areas. And Google, because it's not a traditional phone provider, yes. phone carrier, blocked, blocked calls, blocks calls from rural areas, small rural areas, some small rural areas, well. in order to save money. Now, so now AT and T is calling Google out on this, saying you're going against regulations. I mean, and then they said, and yes, while Google isn't a traditional phone company, it basically is. <laughs> it is now because of Google Voice. And you know what? I agree with AT and T. You should. I am half tempted not to use Google Voice because I don't like the idea of Google blocking calls in small rural in a few small rural areas. Yes, but then you have to give me a different phone number to call you. Yes, and a different phone number for text messages. I don't know. I don't know. Go figure. So So bad Google. Slap on the face. Yes. Google Wave. The wave of the future or a bunch of overhyped people. I think we talked about that. It's pretty... I'm thinking it's overhyped right now. Yes. Well, it's... uh, I believe... This blogger was really big on on the uh, the opinion that it's just it's just way overhyped. He uh he wrote his entire blog post saying if you didn't get an invite, stop asking people on Twitter for one. It's not worth it. It's not nice. So, um, he, just read the first little bit, will you? I just got my Google Wave invite. No, I'm already out, so I can't send one to you. Sorry, but this service is way overhyped, and as people start to use it, they will realize it brings the worst of email and IM together. Unproductivity. Yep. It's a time sink. Basically, what it, from what it sounds like, email, at least when a new thing is sent to you, uh-huh. goes to your inbox. Uh-huh. And the top of your inbox. Even in friend feed, it talks about friend feed, how it's, it's way too noisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when people make a change or make a comment to a post you make, which you can do on friend feed, it makes a big boing sound or something. It go no, it goes up to the top. Oh, 
In Google Wave, if someone makes a change or a comment, it apparently does not go up. It doesn't get bumped up to the top? Apparently. So there can't, there's a lot of noise, and it's not even noise and that's it, been bumped up to the it, top. There's a lot of noise, but you can't pick out what's new or not. Now, what's really interesting is if you get enough people on this wave, it, unlike other IM clients where it says, you know, Leaf is typing until I hit enter, mm-hmm. you actually see what the other person is typing. Typos oh. and all. Oh, geez. That's that's a bit too much. You know? Yes, in my opinion, I agree. But And not only that, you can have more than just two people in a room. Cause so you can see ten people typing all at the same time. You can just, like, be spying on them. Well, no, no. You, you, they, it, you'd see what they're typing in that window. And only in that window. And, only if, and they'd have to be aware that you're watching them, right? Well, yeah. I, I, there might be a way to turn turn that... Turn off broadcasting what you're typing until you hit enter. I don't remember. It was a very long preview, and I started falling asleep in their hour-long demonstration. Wow. I think that's kind of stupid, being able to see what people type while they type it. I don't know. It, it don't seems kind of like... They were pre- they were touting it as a good feature. but So you can have 10 people, and you can see what they're typing. Not only that, but because it's you're working on documents, you can see like these 10 document changers going at the same time. Just everyone changing this document. Now I don't. I can't keep up with that. I could do it if it's one, maybe two other people. Assuming that one's you know making corrections and you know the others maybe typing it, but it's just a wee bit too much. Yeah. Not to mention you know again it's a time sink because you're, you're sitting talking. there watch. You're sitting there enthralled by all the typing going on. It's like ooh, special. So fish. Next uh, news story, uh, Ubuntu 9.10 beta released. That's what we're doing this on, right? Yes, and you are actually quite pleased at the, the speed it boots up with. It does boot up really fast, although it takes a while to log in. I didn't get that. It takes as long to log in as it takes to boot up. It, I thought it took a lot less time to boot up than it did to log no, in. No, it took about the same amount of time. Okay, maybe it did. Maybe I like looked away while it was booting up. Because it, it seemed to me it was like obscenely fast. It was like... Bing done. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's. <laughs> and then when you sit there, log in is like, I really expected this to go a bit faster. <laughs> little the little back and forth bar has gone by about twenty times. <laughs> oh no, I don't. It was know. it was more like three, but. Yes, three is much less than twenty. I you, I always use twenty as an exaggeration, even if twenty is less than the amount <laughs> than the actual amount. And then it's twenty thousand. Yeah, twenty uh or thousand. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. Um, Quantum Leap Season 2 has been uploaded to Hulu. I never watched that show. Nor have I. Well, I sort of watched some of it as my dad was watching it back when I was a kid. Mm, I didn't watch any of it. I think, uh, I missed all the good shows like that. I don't know. From the 90s. All the good 90s shows. I'm gonna have to watch it. You're gonna have to watch, Um, you're gonna have to watch all the good 90s shows like uh, Highlander. Tomorrow, my dad has watched, let's see, I think he's on season 5 or 6. Oh, he watches Highlander? He is watching the entire series. How about um, MacGyver? Uh, that's on CBS. I watched the first 15 episodes, and it's like, this is the same show over and over and over again. Yeah, but I want it's something good. New. It's good, but it got boring after the same show 15 times. But he fixes stuff with bubble gum and a mullet. <laughs> and a pen spring. Yeah. With nitrogen he's found. Yes, he just found a big and barrel can, of nitrogen. And gun bullets literally defy him. 
And there was, yeah, there was that, uh, there was that same, it was, there was the, there was like, it was based around that uh, episode of Star Trek, Arena, where Captain Kirk ends up building like a cannon to take out the Gorn, using like a, uh, a tree log, uh, some, Pow- some gunpowder. gunpowder and crystals. Which yes. could have been like diamonds and I personally actually find the original book better. The book? The, oh yeah, it was Arena based a on a book. Story. Uh, actually, it's really interesting. There's like this force field that the two characters were in, the alien and the the human guy, which was supposed to prevent you know the the accidental strength of one person being slightly more strong than the other, mm-hmm. because the alien entity didn't want to accidentally have the entire race be annihilated by the fluke of having one stronger person. And so the guy, you know, after like nine days without food or water, finally realizes that this force field, it's not de- all living matter it stops, just all conscious matter that it stops. So he basically no- walks, rubs himself up against the force field, knocks himself out, he falls through the force field, and thus he battles the alien physically. It's like, um, does that defeat the point? Of the force field? No. <laughs> when was that story written? It, well, obviously before the 60s. I think it was like the 50s or 40s. It was like old bad science fiction rather than old good science fiction. I liked it, actually. It was a pretty good story. It's just the whole point of the force field was like, oh, okay. Okay, then. It's like one of those plot devices that make no sense but are really cool. Like, for some reason, the teleporters don't work today. Yes. Or, or, like, the gate on the edge of forever. I mean, that, that thing makes no sense, but is completely awesome. It is. It's the big donut of time. I know. It's like, okay, sweet. Um, so, 41 minutes. Want to rant for 20 more minutes? Not really. No, good point. We'll cut the, the show early. I am Leaf Anderson. You can follow me on Twitter, at Leaf Anderson. I'm Jesse That Guy, and... You can follow me on Twitter for about the next week and a half. At BDSB525. Yeah. You can email us. I don't think anyone ever has, so you can be the first. You can you can shout first, like internet people do. Yes. Uh, at twibspodcast at googlegroups.com. If you want, you can actually sign up and receive emails sent to us, too. That are non-existent. At the moment. Second. Yes. Um... The uh, show has an RSS feed. It does? Yes. Where is that? Feeds.feedburner.com slash twibs. Of course. If you want to find this show in high quality flack. That's on the archive.org? Yes. You can find that at archive.org slash details slash twibs. For some reason, it requires twibs to be all uppercase. Because you told it to be. Which makes no sense because URLs should be case independent. Okay, then. I thought you told it to be... Uppercase, uppercase. Well, I told it to be uppercase, but URL should be case independent. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um. And uh, Twibs is brought to you in part by the Internet Archive, which we just said they have pita bites. Pita bites. They bite pitas. I want a pita. Mm. Flatbread. Yes. Well, you're. We already got the food put away, didn't we not? Um, also brought to you by uh, WordPress, blagging again. Blagging yet again. Um, and uh, Google and Twitter and Audacity and all Linux those other people and HP. 
despite the fact that we hate HP and, and us. Samsung and oh and us. And most importantly, Twibs is brought to you by listeners like you. Thank you. Yes. Um so how should we end the show? I mean, I know that there's music probably playing right now. Yeah. Even though we can't hear it. Nope, not right now. Uh, so... I don't know. Um... Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> we, could, we could end it with that, whatever that was. I have no idea. Get your feet off of... Get your feet off my bed. Oh, okay. Right. Thank you.